I think you're going to find it very refreshing for the two hours sitting to just be watching one movie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to I Love You 3000 Minutes. My name is Brad. I'm Richard. And this is the pod... Yep, this is the podcast, the time travel back, endgame style, to rewatch the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home. One marvelous minute at a time. This is minute 118 of Iron Man 1. And Richard... What happened? Well, uh, let me see this thing real quick. Rhodey gets finished telling him, stick to the cards, man. Uh, and uh, so Tony lifts up the cards. He's ready to do it. Uh, and Tony is just sitting there like, the truth is. And he uh, let's try to pinpoint what he's feeling here. He's like, he knows he's lying, right? And why do you think he, he says, well, he says, I am Iron Man. I and, think he says it. Because they want to differentiate him from Spider-Man and all the other superheroes. That's literally what they said behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it was like an improv on the day where he's like, can I just say I'm Iron Man? Like, <laughs> or I don't remember the story of it. But they kept it to this to be like, what? Holy shit. Like mm-hmm. they're setting up, you know, before Spider-Man, <clears throat> really there have been no secret identities. Mm-hmm. You know? It makes for an amazing ending to this movie. Hell yeah. That When I saw that in theaters, I was like, oh! Mm-hmm. That's a pretty great way to end it. Uh, like Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home, kind of co- kind of copies this because, but in a dark, dark way. He's re- it's revealed by a villain, right? Uh, and everyone yeah, Infowars. Oh, really? I didn't even catch that influence. Uh, J. Jonah and Jameson is Alex Jones, basically. Okay. Hey, we're back to the DailyBugle.net. We're giving you the information. We've got some so- fucking motherfuckers. You know, he's got all the whole bulge. He's not doing the whole like cigar thing anymore. No, no, it was. Uh, well, I need to rewatch it. Far From Home. Yeah, we'll see it in like 10 years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously, like his his <clears throat> J. Jonah Jameson and Far From Home is specifically inspired by Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. It looks like Tony just doesn't want to lie. And he doesn't want to lie about where his motivations are at, because in the minute before he says, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, that would be uh, fantastic if I was Iron Man. And that was just coming out. And he really didn't want to keep up a facade of being Mr. Tony Stark anymore. I, Mr. I Tony. see that. I interpret it more of like Tony it just loves a spotlight. <laughs> he just loves a fucking spotlight. He might not want to lie, but he's like, dude, he's so dope. Could be a little of that, especially with how I mean, the original plan with Iron Man 2 before it got all muddled and stuff was to go after and take the influences of these people who get really powerful and then it just goes all to their head. Mm-hmm. Like that was what his drunk birthday party was supposed to emulate, but it really didn't land that because it went in too many different directions. They, John Favreau was literally talking about like when you get an egomaniac, suddenly get a heap of praise and he's now like the moral savior of the world. Mm-hmm. What happens to that? How, how does that influence or that praise corrupt him? Mm-hmm. So that's what was supposed to happen in two. Mm-hmm. Didn't so much. I love the newspaper print uh, still that they go into right before it cuts to the credits. Is that only because is that newspaper or like comic books? I know it's black and white, but like the dot, I, the, I, the dotting method isn't that like comic books? It's, that is like comic books. You're right. Um, yeah, I, I guess know, it's I, more... only, I only know that because of how much Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. Used, mm-hmm. used that specifically mm-hmm. and i said newspaper because it was in black and white yeah. 
I guess I have seen that dotting method more in comic books than in newspapers. So I don't yeah. think they still do it mm-hmm. in comic books. But well, I normally just read them on Comicsology now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember those from back in the day, old Luke Cage comic book and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, really cool. That's a cool shot. That's another wallpaper right there. <laughs> then it goes to the credits. Damn it. But yeah, no. So a lot of really cool Spider-Man uh, schematics and them being slowly blown apart for us to look at. You said spider schematics. A lot of really cool Batman schematics and them being slowly blown apart. <laughs> Iron Man. I think you mean Catwoman. <laughs> a lot of cool Catwoman schematics. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, them being the, slowly... the same the same Catwoman schematics we saw at the end of the Amazing Spider-Man too. <laughs> And, um, oh, it cuts to a thing with the 12 rings. There's a 12 rings reference in there, and it cuts to a Gatling gun. Sorry, 10 rings. 10 rings. <laughs> cuts to this thing with the bling ring. That's the name of the terrorist group that was terrorizing yeah, them. Emma right? Watson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, all the classic uh, J, J.K. Rowling characters is like, trans women aren't real women. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I mean, that's the end before the post credit scene anyways. So got a shout out, especially at 58 Seconds, Sarah Halle Finn. I believe she's the woman who's responsible for most of the casting in the MCU. So she's just a fucking godsend. She's a G. She, yeah, she is like a, a key player. I, I, If she worked on the Guardians of Galaxy, I think she... I know a casting director kept trying to tell James Gunn, like, let's get Chris Pratt in here. He's like, that guy from that TV show and he hadn't seen the TV? He's like, no. And then she, like, just didn't tell him and still brought Chris Pratt in, who, by the way, apparently was almost 300 pounds at that point because mm-hmm. he was doing some Adam Sandler movie. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you brought him. <sighs> Fine. Let's just, let's just do it. And then within, like, five seconds, he was like, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. And he was so large. He was like, I will do a superhero movie about an overrated superhero if he can't lose the weight. It, he's just the guy. He has to be the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and he almost didn't listen to her. And she, he didn't listen to her. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, well, I know better. <laughs> <laughs> so she really is a G. Um, yeah, but we get to the directed by John Favreau. I think we actually get an interior shot maybe of his suit. We go in through the mouth plate and then we get that mesh thing that was over his arc reactor on the chest. Sure. And then we see like the arc reactor kind of inside, unless this is all actually inside his helmet. I can't tell. But then it zooms in, comes out the ear, get a blown out view of his suit face and some other parts that are blowing up. Executive producer Stan Lee. And, uh, so maybe they should make an MCU logo incorporating Stan Lee's face. They did. Are they using it regularly? They did it for Captain Marvel right after he died. Gonna look up this logo. Please continue. Uh, and then we get 56 zone collected element at 47 seconds. No idea what that's supposed to be. Let's see, see that again. Zone collected element. Might be referring to the, the gold titanium alloy. Yeah, possibly. And then the, uh, huh. This is actually a War Machine Easter egg because the Ten Rings turn into War Machine's ga- shoulder-mounted Gatling gun, even though War Machine <laughs> hasn't shown up in this movie. Mm-hmm. But apparently, uh, once they got Terrence Howard's part uh, cast in this movie, he was the first one cast. Apparently, they really expanded uh, Rhodey's role, but then scaled it back as they developed the story. So they may have possibly been planning to have War Machine in this movie, but thought better of it to save it for the second film, which I think was smart. Mm-hmm. 
if that was the case. All right, uh, we got one more minute left. Really, just some more some some more graphics that we're going to break down in the last minute, and then we get to the post credits. Right? Is there no post credits? Oh there? yeah, completely forgot about that. <laughs> so there might be two more episodes. I don't know what we're going to do. My name's Richard. Mine's Brian. You've got like one or two more videos to put in those ratings and reviews. The more ratings and reviews, the more we suffer. Yes. That's the best motivation, yeah, right? It's going to piss Richard off so much to find out that I've been practicing with the bomb every day <laughs> and does. just developing an immunity Prince's Bride style. And it's he's going to be so pissed off. I'm just like, he doesn't do that it. That was fine. He doesn't do it. That was totally cool. He won't ever do that. I got like three months to do it. So <laughs> I'm going to hide it. I ordered some from Amazon. I'm sure I did. No, he didn't. But uh, recently viewed. Yeah. Bomb. Mm-hmm. Bye. Let's see this. Arriving Friday. Okay. You practice. <laughs> You're going to need it. I guess we already did the outro, right? Did we finish it? Did you say I, you have an army? You have an army? We have a podcast. <laughs>